It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app. Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. This is the Detroit City Cast with Dan Leach, presented by Bet Rivers. And welcome in, fine citizens and friends. Happy, terrific Tuesday edition here of the Detroit City Cast. Still in Vegas, having a hell of a time. Can't wait to be back in a couple weeks for the Super Bowl. Still getting over. Uh, just the last couple of days, I mean, such an amazing Sunday in the sports book and winning the huge bets and having fun with all the people and running into Lions fans and running into random people that I know from back in Detroit that I didn't even know were here and talking to cool girls and, you know, the Vegas thing. Uh, but boy, what a treat I have in store for you today. We are going to talk with my new best friend and one of the great I think hosts I've ever worked with and just an incredibly talented uh, woman, Stormy Tony, the host of My Guys in the Desert, uh, which of course was Brent Musburger's show. He goes out with her every week. Uh, just such a such a cool girl, super knowledgeable, so great at what she does. It's been a pleasure and an honor for me to, to have gone on her show uh, in, in recent weeks several times and got a chance to sit down with her and kind of talk about how she got, uh, you know, to Visa, and how she got into this business and some very fascinating stuff about her family. Her father uh, played uh, Major League Baseball or made it to the, as high as AAA with the Cubs. And her mom was an elite gymnast and uh, just really fascinating stuff for her. And it's been great to get to know her. So she'll be coming up in just a bit. Um, but first, let's take a trip to the Motown betting window. And it's brought to you by our great friends at Bet Rivers. And as I mentioned, on the Manning Monday show, there were what, about 55 uh, different things you could bet on after the game ended. Well, now there's 286, and there's going to be lots and lots more. But let's talk about the line right now, Bet Rivers. There have been some four and a half for the Rams around different sports books. But at Bet Rivers, you still got that value if you like the Rams. Like I told you, that's that's the way I'm going. I don't know about the four right now. It's definitely going to be betting the Rams on the money line and possibly in teasers and in parlays as far as the money line goes. Um, but the four is where it's at at Bet Rivers minus 109. The Bengals plus four minus 112. Moneyline Rams minus 190. And the Bengals plus 165. The total is 48 and a half over minus 109 and under minus 112. There has been some action on the under. Remember that opened 49 and a half, 50 down to 48 and a half, almost a, a, you know, a full point and a half for, in some places and a point in other places. Uh, I believe it, uh, Bet Rivers is open 49 and a half, so not a point at Bet Rivers. And as I mentioned, the Rams are up to four and a half at some books around the country. And 
you know, there's been some action on the Bengals from the public. The Sharps are still kind of on both sides right now, which is normal in many ways for a Super Bowl unless there's, you know, a year here and a year there, a Super Bowl, a Super Bowl line when it comes out like it thinks so hard on just one side by the Sharp batters, the pro batters, then that completely changes the game. That's where the line will kind of get settled. This time it's kind of been on both sides. And this was kind of where the line was going to open up anyway if the Rams had hosted the Bengals because it isn't the Rams' home stadium. It won't be like a home game. And if you remember from the weekend, uh, you know, there were more Niners fans, it seemed like at times, and, and louder Niners fans than there were Rams fans. Stafford had to go to the silent count at home at points during the NFC title game. That happened a few weeks ago when the Rams went in there and beat them that time as well, one of the six straight times the Rams had beat them, but not the third times the charm this year. Told you, uh, very tough to beat a team three times this year. So that's that's where it's at right now, and I, I think we might see it pop back to four and a half. I don't think we're going to go below four, uh, but there's still a long way to go, and some crazy bets can come in, and some things can happen. I mean, most of the professional bettors that bet big are not going to you know take this game in, in five or six days. It's guys like Mattress Matt, that guy from Houston, or you know some big you know uh, either known or unknown big better, sports better wise, or just rich person will come in and bet $3 million somewhere that that can move things. But often even those large bets by the mattress bats of the world and all those kind of people that won't move the line. It's what the pro sharp guys do when lines first come out. And, you know, we've discussed this on the show. It's something that's very important for you to know about. And, We'll continue to kind of delve into that as we go forward. But that's where the game, you know, the money line, the spread, and the total is. Uh, you also can look at odds right now at Bet Rivers for the Super Bowl next season, win it all next season. And, of course, I'm going to go right to the Lions, who are the from, fourth from the bottom. Uh, they're actually tied with the Jags, the Texans, and the Jets, but they list them on Bet Rivers, fourth from the bottom, all 101 uh, right now, so $100 means you $10,000 on the Detroit Lions. Hey, listen, the Bengals were anywhere between 200 to 1 to 120 to 1 before the season started. Can it happen? Sure. Will it happen for the Lions next year? Probably not. They don't have Joe Burrow, they don't have the quarterback. Obviously, they have Jared Goff, who's okay, but and he's been to a Super Bowl, so you can't take that away from him. But no, the Lions aren't going to the Super Bowl next year, but maybe the Bengals' blueprint, as we've talked about. Uh, that I think is perfect for the Lions could be something that the Lions are able to get going in the next couple of years. And by 2023 and 2024 could be a contending type team in the NFC North and, you know, walk for it can run and then, then beyond uh, the favorite though, at bet rivers right now to win Super Bowl 57 is the Chiefs seven and a half to one, the bills eight to one Bengals, 10 to one Rams, 10 to one Niners, the fifth favorite at 14 to one Cowboys, 15 to one along with the Packers, the Bucks. And of course, the Brady situation right now is up in the air. He is retired. He's not retired. He's saying he hasn't decided yet. Adam Schefter said that he had decided. It's all, I mean, obviously, I'm listening to Brady, not, not NFL reporters, but I don't think it's a done deal yet for Brady either. I think that now that all this news is out, well, maybe he had sent it to somebody and uh, then realized when everyone kind of went nuts, I don't think I'm ready to go yet. But we'll find that out soon enough. Uh, but that is where the bettable futures odds are on Bent Rivers. You can bet on all the different teams from the Chiefs to the Jaguars, from the Bills to the Lions. It's all out there at Bat Rivers. And also, as we mentioned, there are tons of things you can bet on right now. They're going to be adding a lot more uh, as far as some of the fun props go right now. You've just got the main things, touchdown scores, you know, field goals, 
uh, game combos where you can bet like the Bengals and the over and the Rams and the over, things like that. MVP odds are out at Stafford, the favorite at plus 120. And Joe Burrow, the second favorite at plus 225, usually does go to a quarterback. Cooper Cup, seven to one. Jamar Chase, 15 to one. Aaron Donald, 18 to one. And then Cam Akers, OBJ, and Mixon are all at. 25 to one. So that's out there for you as well. A ton of other bets you can do. There's passing props, uh, you know, touchdown scores, anytime touchdown scores, first touchdown score, all that stuff is on bet rivers right now. As I mentioned yesterday, we had about 50 or so bets. Now we have almost 300 uh, along with, of course, the points, spread, the money line and the total. There'll be much more to come at bet rivers. All right. That is a trip to the Motown betting window brought to you by our great friends at bet rivers coming right up. My girl Stormy, what an incredible job she does on my guys in the desert on VEASAN, 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific each and every day, live from Circa. Uh, I was in that studio with her, uh, doing an appearance with her on Monday on my guys in the desert from the Circa Sportsbook. And I had the pleasure of being there back in May and doing some shows with Tim Murray and by myself and Josh Towers for Ramble B player and doing that show with the backdrop of the world's largest sportsbook with those crazy screens in the Circa is just awesome. I was on in May doing some shows during some big games, uh, you know, some, some epic games that came down to it in the NBA and in Major League Baseball and just having that behind you, the ambiance. If you come to Vegas, check out the circuit. It's awesome. And definitely go look at that studio. You can see it from the outside when you're walking around. And uh, we just had a great time, uh, as always, on her show. And then had a great time uh, sitting down and talking with her. And here she is, Stormy Bunatoni. What a delight. I'm here with my new best friend, Story Bonatoni, host of My Guys in the Desert on VEASAN. And it's been my, I mean, I know maybe you're a little excited about it, but it's been my honor and pleasure to become a part of your show and come on with you. And I got to tell you, it's never, I never have more fun than with you. Oh, I always have a blast with you too. I, so I appreciate that you enjoy coming on the show. Um, obviously I've heard you on other programs and stuff before you started coming on my guys. I was like, oh, he has such great energy. We really want to have him on. And then I was happy we had a good chemistry too. And so it's just worked out great. You're awesome. No, you are as well. And, and I, I just wanted to, you know, people have maybe seen, I, I know a lot of people have watched you do this show here and have heard or seen me on your show as well. But a lot of people have been asking me since we started, you know, doing stuff together, they wanted to know about you and what your kind of your story was and i know you you just started here at visa this year with this show right yes so i did some freelance work last year um i would fill in for patrick maher on the lombardi line with michael lombardi which was a ton of fun that kind of like eased me into starting working with visa and i did a little bit of the green zone last year on sunday the green zone the green zone doing all the in-game lines and stuff right. for the active NFL games in the middle of the afternoon. So that was a lot of fun. Um, but to like have my own show and my producer, Stephanie Kamershack, who I know you know and love all Stephanie's so top level. She's tops. Um, she's so creative and so much fun. And like, she just makes the hour fly by every day. Why did she leave though? When we were going to do, you know, do this thing right now, she left the room. I, know. I, I thought that she'd be more excited to be in here. She was like, she, I told her she should have just chimed into the conversation first of all, but like, she was like, I'm afraid I'm going to, laugh from an enjoyment <laughs> with you guys but I mean, I mean, we're pretty funny she would have but you you've done a lot of great things i mean you've done you do sidelines for espn i mean you you got a father that played baseball you got in, in a fascinating story what got you to want to do something like this and and obviously you you've been doing it at a very high level already well thank you i appreciate the truth. it you're the best um well growing up i was you know like most small children, a big sports fan, you know, watching sports with my dad. Like that was how we bonded. And so it's always been a big staple of my life. 
like you said, my dad played baseball. Um, my mom is oh, a, she a gymnast. Yes. She was an elite gymnast. She's currently a coach here, um, in Vegas for a local team. And it's so sports have just always been a part of my life. And when I got to college, I didn't really know what I wanted to be or do at all. So I was just taking random thing. I was about to cuss. I'm sorry. So I was taking random- Hey, the podcast, do what you want. And trying, I thought I wanted to be a nurse maybe. So I was taking those prerequisites and I ended up taking an elective for radio television and I loved it. And all my sports stories were just leaps and bounds better than my, you know, car crash stories or, um, education stories, anything. Um, so I had a blast with it and I just caught the bug and I changed my whole life around. And now it's so weird. Cause I went from having zero idea what I wanted to do or be to this being the only thing that I want to do. And I, I love getting to do the live event side of things with ESPN and covering college football. So cool. Um, and it's kind of like what I always wanted to do. And then now to have I mean, I grew up in Las Vegas. Like when you talk about games um, growing up here in, in my household, at least, like who cares who's winning and losing? It's like, was it by three? Yeah, what's the point spread? Was it? Yeah, like what's the, that's all we care about here. Are we getting points when we need points? Like all that. Yeah, what, what was that like? I mean, because obviously <laughs> I love Vegas. I mean, I'm here, I don't sleep, which I haven't for the last few days. It, it really is, It's there's really no place like it on earth. But to grow up here, and I know people that live here too, though, everyone's like, oh, you, you, must, you, you can't gamble, it's going to destroy your life. Mm-hmm. People that live here don't like gamble that much, but what was it like to grow up here? Yeah, more normal than you think because it was all I ever knew, uh, It's which is weird when I moved other places for a couple years. So I lived in Colorado Springs, Colorado. I lived in Charlotte, North Carolina for a few years, and like things close. I don't know if you know that. But really? I, th- I thought it was like 24 hours a day in Charlotte. So that's weird. Some things, barbecue ribs. Yep, things closed. There are bowling alleys that exist outside of casinos. <laughs> that was new for me. Um, but generally, it was. It felt like a pretty normal upbringing until you go other places and you learn that, oh, maybe it's not. That when you talk about betting a game, that's not the most normal, which is the coolest thing in the world. It is. That legalization has gone as widespread Thank as Thank God. It, is. it should happen years ago. Yes. It's so necessary. People don't have to hide it anymore. And everybody gets in on the fun and action. It's great. Yeah. It's, I, it's always funny, too, about the whole Vegas thing. Like, people, because obviously I come out here a lot and I have a lot of friends that do, but people think that people that live here, all they do is they just go to the strip every day and they, you know, they're partying. A lot of people that live here in Vegas that I know only come to the strip with their friends are in town. Or That's it. Or if they're working. Yeah, if they're working. Yeah. So like I work here in downtown Las Vegas on Fremont Street at Circus Sportsbook, you know. So it's uh it's definitely different. Funny though, I just just think about something else growing up that's probably different from like a sports betting perspective than normal. My dad, when he would go to make bets and stuff when I was a little kid, he would do a card for me. Like specifically, uh, he'd have playing cards out between the two teams, and I would pick one, and that's like the the parlay that he would do. He'd do parlays with just like whatever. So you were like a savant at a very young age. Very young age, you know, they 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 make you degenerate young. But 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 like you said, yeah, going to the strip and stuff, that's pretty much just for when people come visit us and we want to show them a good time. Yep. And even then, I still just like force them to go to my local spot near my house. So. Obviously, that's the smart <laughs> way to do it. So when you, when you bring all this together and you get to obviously we're you know we're, we're talking right now, looking at this ridiculous circus sports book, the biggest in the world, and just be able to do the show. And I was lucky to be able to do shows in the studio too um, with Tim Murray when I came out here back in May. I loved him. There's not not many things like being able to be in, in Vegas A and do what you're doing, but to do it from, from Circa and, and have this atmosphere and you mentioned all the different live facets of things, it's pretty amazing, isn't it? It's incredible. Like Derek Stevens, the owner and CEO. Love, love the D-man. The coolest guy. Like, He's the Detroit guy, come on. Yes, yes. Oh my God, he was... 
He's so fun. I, I feel bad because um, the the loss that I had in the Survivor Contest here at Circa this year was the Lions-Steelers yeah, tie. I know. Stupid. Duh. So I was, yeah, I got into a lot with Derek when during that time it was dark. Um, but he comes on set with me every Thursday. Like, that's just the coolest thing. He's like the coolest, chillest guy in the world. Um, to hang out with a billionaire just like for funsies. He built this whole thing. This sports book is insane. It's the best in the world. Stadium swim upstairs. Stadium swim is my jam. In freaking sane. Like the huge monitor. For anybody that hasn't been to Stadium Swim. They have to go. There's like a million pools out there. They're all heated in the throughout the winter and everything. You've got viewing parties on just a screen that's almost as big as the one that's here in the sports book. It's just... I, I love it here, and it's so cool that, like, my life got to bring me back home and I could live my dream in my hometown. Well, and I'm grateful it did, and I'm grateful to have met you. And before uh, we go, I got to ask you, because I know you're very emotional about your Niners. Wow. Wait, now, where did the – did wow. you grow up near San Francisco? Where, where's the Niners angle? Joe Montana's your hero? Yes, Joe Montana's my hero. He was mine for a long time. Jerry Rice is the greatest receiver of all time. Ever. Um, so I grew up here obviously, but um, my dad was a big Joe Montana fan like his whole life. And you know um, that there you couldn't see every game at that, back in the day. And so yeah, there's no red the zone. There's 40, no direct TV right, Sunday ticket. The 49ers were it. And um, my dad's basic fascination with Joe made us. I'm also a Notre Dame football fan as well. And so, which, yeah, I don't know how I feel about yeah, that. The no, over I, I, I thought about maybe I shouldn't say that on the show, but I have to be true. With you got, you could do it. We, we would listen. I love Jim Harbaugh. I love Jim Harbaugh. So that's one thing. I'll be really interested to see what plays out. Um, yeah whether or not he ends up going back to the NFL because finally beat Ohio State. Let's go. Hey, I was there on the field after the game for the first time since I was in college. And then I got to go to the Orange Bowl and, and went to Indy and had this amazing – because I was – I don't want to say I was never anti-Harbaugh. I respect the heck out of him. But they he was, in my opinion, 0-10 in the 10 biggest games in his tenure until this year. And then all of a sudden now he's going to go to the and NFL. Now you're going to leave. Come like, on. For the love of Christ. Yeah, so, so we'll see. We'll see if he ends up going. I think he's – I still think he's going to stay in Michigan because they're going to maybe try to match whatever deal the NFL would give him. I know Stephen Ross from the Dolphins. Uh, there was rumors about that. And he, he didn't want to steal him unless mm -hmm. he definitely wanted to go to the NFL, but it's it is going to be fascinating to see what happens with Harbaugh. Yeah, I'm very very invested in that. I feel like, and I mean, I did like I loved him at the 49ers. Like I was really sad when he left. Um, but I am I'm a 49ers fan through and through my whole life. So it was a hell of a year. The NFC Championship game was so tough, and I love I love seeing Matt Stafford have success. I just wish that it wasn't at the cost of my 49ers, especially when there is the whole well, we beat him six times, like, let's get the seventh win, and then obviously that doesn't work out. But, like, I'm happy for the storylines, and I'm happy for Matt Stafford. He needed that so oh, badly. Being for Detroit, but you're talking to yeah. this. My audience listening right now knows, and I talk about it a lot, that, you know, most of them understand he was not the issue. I mean, yes, obviously, he had, every quarterback has bad days. He was benched against Arizona, you know, five, six years ago and recovered from that. But it wasn't his fault to see him now one year removed from Detroit where he was 0-3 in the playoffs. Now he's already won three playoff games. Now he's in, I can't believe he's saying it, the Super Bowl. How can you not be happy for him? So, I mean, I, I, I see that from the outside, and it means a lot, too. Yeah, and 
in the NFC Championship game specifically, like there are certain traits that I like always have attributed to Matthew Stafford, and two of them were huge that showed up in the game to me were toughness, which he showed time and time again. I mean, we know through his career, like the things that he's played through throughout the course of games, and being able to come back and rally his team late in situations, and that's what he did with with the Rams. And as much as you know, I. Cried myself to sleep last night. Where, where did you watch? So what's the viewing party for you yesterday with this game? Where are you oh, watching? Oh, no. So, I mean, as you know, I, for those of you listening, I tore my meniscus recently. So I am not exactly the biggest party animal these days. Um, but throughout the playoffs, I have watched the game, just me and my boyfriend on my couch. I've gotten in the zone. I, like, can't be around other people when they're. I, oh, I know what that's like. Okay. I get so aggressively angry when people that did not bet on a game or are not actual legitimate fans of a team that are just cheering against you because they think that team's going to win. And that's, you know, and that just throws off my whole vibe. You know what we call those people? We call those people idiots. And jerks. And I don't, I don't. (laughs) And jerks. I can't handle it. And so I just prefer to like be by myself, be in my happy place or be with my family. Um, And so my dad actually who lives in, California came out for the divisional round, which was f- so cool. So I got oh, to have my family awesome. at my house for that one. But yeah, it's been on my couch, my TV zoned in. <laughs> Listen, the future is bright for that team. Live betting, my heart. Yeah. <laughs> Live betting on your team. Uh, that's definitely a no-no. That's like, uh, you know, getting drunk and betting as well. But the future is bright for your Niners. I mean, I mean you got to feel good about what they're doing. Kyle Shanahan's a great coach. And, you know, one game away from the Super Bowl would have been their second in, you know, a little while. Uh, and I think that uh, they got a chance to get back next year. Yeah, I hope so. And it's just a lot's going to come down to, obviously, the quarterback question. What do you think about Jimmy G? Other than him being very handsome. So what's frustrating for me is I've been a supporter. You know what I mean? Uh, I do believe that the win record speaks for itself. I like the intangibles. There are... No question, a lot of issues that he has. And the guy is made out of glass. I can't handle the the injuries and how much that has impacted my oh, team with him. For sure. But he ha- I've been a supporter of him. And he had a golden opportunity in that game to put all the naysayers to bed. Oh, it was right there for he him. His, it was right he, there. Right there for him. And then, you know, obviously we all – I'm not going to continue to dwell. But we know what happened there. I do think that – whether it's, I don't think Trey Lance is ready. I think we saw that in the limited snaps that we saw from him this year that he he isn't fully ready yet. Are they going to thrust him into that position and see what happens? I probably, we'll see where Jimmy ends up going after that. I don't foresee him doing another year in San Francisco, which I'm fine with. But it just bums me out because I don't think the Trey Lance is ready. And you trade up to the third overall pick, yeah. you got to do something with him. He's very athletic. I hope he has success in the future. I just wish that we had a quarterback who is made ready now for all the other pieces because you do have this incredible Swiss Army knife in Debo Samuel and George Kittle and Fred Warner and Nick Bosa. And these guys are all coming back. It's a great – the, the talent on that the roster yeah, is incredible. You're, they're so – they're so built up in so many areas. I think like the piece that you're missing just happens to be the most important one on the field. Yeah, that's why Matthew Stafford. Yeah, you know, that's the one that the Rams needed because uh, Jared Goff, he sure ain't that good. Uh, Stormy, it's such a pleasure to talk with you. It's great to meet you in person. It's been so much fun coming on your show. I'm happy to do it whenever, and I'm just 
very grateful that you're here and you're doing what you're doing and it's really nice to have you in my life now thank you it's been so nice getting to know you and you got to make more trips here i promise you i'll be back in a couple weeks for the super bowl but yeah the detroit city guys people love you and please tune into stormy's show my guys in the desert which was brent musburger and he comes and hangs out with you nothing like to see brent musburger right oh my god it is like the coolest thing in the world i nerd out the fact that he still lets me hang out with him for an hour a week is astounding to me because i just have been such a nerd with him about so many things He's the coolest. Um, but yeah, definitely tune in, please. Um, if 5 p.m. Eastern. Yes, exactly. Um, tune in to My Guys in the Desert. It's a blast. We do have Brent on once a week. Like I said, Derek comes on. You guy, Dan Leach, on the program you weekly. Gotta. You gotta. You don't want to miss it. Stormy, you're the best. Thanks so much. And nothing but the best of the future. And listen, you got – I know you're upset about the Niners. I cried when the Lions lost the Redskins the last time they won a playoff game in 91 when they beat Dallas. And it lasted like a month for me. But you got a bunch of playoff wins this year. We've gotten one in Detroit in 63 years. So, I mean, give us a little bit of a break. I know. I can't complain. It just really hurts my heart that the only Super Bowl the 49ers have won in my existence, I was two years old, and so I didn't even get to have some fun. In oh, no. So, hey, they'll be back. Don't you worry. I hope so. I hope so. Stormy, thanks so much, and I look forward to great times in the future. Back at you, pal. And thanks again to my girl Stormy. She's the best. I mean, it's just so great to work with people that are so knowledgeable and so much fun. She's very reminiscent of a female version of me in the sense that she just loves life. And I have such respect for that. We, you know, just became friendly and met each other recently. Uh, and I started going on her show and I couldn't be happier. She's such a nice person. So talented at what she does. And I know some of you have reached out to me that have, you know, seen me on her show and, you know, asking, we're asking about her story and where was she from and how did she get involved in the business? Hopefully that answered a bunch of questions. And I'm sorry, listen, I started her Niners run. The only game I lost in the first eight games of the playoffs was that stupid Cowboys game against the Niners. Should have known better. Cowboys have been one and done seven of the last 10 years in the playoffs. Uh, every time they made it seven of the last 10 years, they've lost their first game. So, should have known better, but then I got her, you know, some good mojo. That was my one loss. Things kept going forward. Niners almost get to the Super Bowl. Uh, but a really cool story about how she got into the Niners, just all the way she got into sports. Her dad handed her those cards and picking the teams at a very young age, talking about spreads. And obviously, you know, kind of grew up in Vegas and I lives here. And, uh, it's a lot different when you live in Vegas because, you know, you have talks about sports, but most of the time those talks are about, all right, uh, the Rams. Get the Super Bowl. What about the four points? You know, uh, LeBron James and the Lakers, uh, you know, can they win the title? What are their future odds? Like, you don't hear that in a bar in Cincinnati necessarily or Bismarck, North Dakota or, uh, you know, Minneapolis, St. Paul. You, you hear that some people, but that's what it's like out here. And that's why, you know, it's almost like I, I feel like I was born in Vegas, even though I was born in Michigan. Uh, but great to talk to Stormy and I'll continue to uh, have great times with her on her show and uh, we'll bring her back on our show at some point uh, and talk some football, Niners, all that great stuff with her as well. But thanks so much for joining us on the terrific Tuesday edition of the Detroit CityCast. Please uh, check out Stormy's show uh, Monday through Friday on VEASAN, 5 p.m. Eastern, My Guys in the Desert, uh, 2 p.m. Pacific. Also, there's a lot of other hosting. I know she's doing some really cool stuff, uh, I believe live stuff at the South Point uh, during Super Bowl week when I'm going to get back on her, so I'll have to go and see her for that. But uh, please check her out. Uh, does an incredible job for VEASAN. And you can follow her on uh, Twitter at Storm, S-T-O-R-M, uh, B-U-O-N-A-N-T-O-N-Y. So Storm, B-U-O, 
and Ann Tony, T-O-N-Y. Check it out. All right, until next time, keep reaching for the stars. Believe in the dream. A squatch about to get back from Vegas, then come back again. But until then, peace. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.